What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This week at Macy's, get great deals on fashion and home essentials. Update your wardrobe with 20% off new spring shoes and sneakers and 20 to 50% off fresh looks for him and her. Plus, transform your space with Lux Hotel Collection bedding, now 40% off. And Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Welcome, everybody, to the second episode of the Dawncast, where in this particular week, I am not having a blast because I'm hopping everywhere on one goddamn leg. <laughs> if you've seen me on, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you follow me on Instagram, you have seen that my foot, it's actually doing better. I had another ankle injury. This is like number 10 in life, probably, <laughs> between my right and left ankle. This is my second ankle injury this year. So I'm going to talk a, a little bit about that at the beginning because that's a funny story. Um, no, other than that, I hope you all had a blast for Thanksgiving. I hope that you were able to do whatever you could this year. For me personally, we didn't do anything crazy. Just got together with a media and family. Um, our extended family wanted to see us. We had we had other people that wanted us to come through and whatnot, and it just wasn't worth it this year, man. We have we have older parents, and a lot of people in our family are a little bit older, and it's like, look, we can we can do one holiday season where we don't have some crazy get together, and we can have a party next year. Because in my mind, I was like, the worst thing that could possibly happen is we have a big get together this year. Uh, one person out of that huge get together gets fatally sick and they're not here next year. And th these days in my life, a year is just it's just going by in record time. And so I was a little bit sad on Thanksgiving that it, it was just us. But I was thankful for it, obviously. But I was so sad I didn't get to see cousins and all that. But in the back of my mind, I was like, look, man, if I'm tracing like a year from right now from where i was last year playing dust stranding during thanksgiving break that that went so incredibly fast in the start of the nba season that just went so incredibly fast probably because of lockdown and things like that this year but also just as you get older things just go faster so I, I could wait a year man i could deal with a year so whatever you did that's your business i hope you had a good time hope you're happy with it uh for me i i got to eat the food i wanted but i was yeah again i i injured my ankle on thanksgiving morning <laughs> and so the way that that happened is me and my brother we always play a game on thanksgiving we always play one game of basketball on thanksgiving and it actually started last year i don't know why i just said always but i assume we were going to do that going forward so last year we just happened to play on thanksgiving morning and it became a big thing because we got i think the game was like tied near the end he's only he well he's younger than me but he he's huge so it's really like i'm playing somebody uh probably bigger than me really it's not it's that, that age difference don't mean shit now especially because he's damn near 20 um but yeah we played last year uh we were th within like one or two points of each other and he didn't agree with a call that was made at the end of that game <laughs> it was, he, he thought i made a call that prevented him from winning the game i t i tend to think it was fair he doesn't but uh regardless of how it happened that the details are unnecessary we didn't finish that game that game was a dnf and so 
it kind of became right there tradition because we got to Thanksgiving this year and we we're like, oh yeah, remember last year we didn't finish that game? And he's like, yeah, you called that bullshit. I'm like, it wasn't actually bullshit. You just don't play basketball, so you don't know the rules. And so I was like, okay, cool, whatever. We're gonna play this year, and we're probably gonna play the year after that. And this is gonna keep going forever, right? And so. I told him before we got out there, I told him before we got out there on Thanksgiving morning, I was like, you know, you're not going to win today, right? Like, you know, there's no chance that's going to happen. I'm not going to let you win this one because now there's pride on the line through the whole lockdown through all of this year. That's been like our main activity is playing basketball because that's one of the safe things that we can do and just play one on one. So me and him have been playing one on one the entire year. And some stretches he gets me, some stretches I play serious and I get him. But bottom line, I was, it, okay, this is a Thanksgiving game. Some some shit went down last year. So there's a point to prove in this one. I'm like, you. I told him before we went out there, I was like, you know, there's zero chance. I just want to let you know before we get out here, there's zero chance that I'm losing this one. <laughs> he's like, yeah, okay, whatever, cool. So we get out there. Uh, we played to 11, pop ones and twos. The score was seven to four, and I was up seven. So I'm two two-pointers away from winning which is threes we play with the three-point line is twos and ones you get it right and so score is seven to four and uh i drive with the left hand because it gets him off balance when i use my left hand i know i'm a right i'm a right-handed guy so when i go left he doesn't he normally doesn't know how to defend it that well and i'm pretty decent with the left so i go left i kind of cuff the ball like there it grows because i have to protect it my brother has long arms and he's, he's strong so he he if he gets a hold of it it's his and so i kind of cuff it with my left like the d rose football run he does and i try to go off glass with it but this time he actually blocks it he got it man he, <laughs> he got me like 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 yagami said when he was losing to l and them he got me shit yeah no he got the ball he blocked it but he he bill russell this shit man he kept it in bounds and so that's a free layup because I don't hit rim, right? He doesn't have to take it back. So he blocks it and he keeps it in bounds, but he knows I'm going to make an effort at it. So I think he got a little bit nervous and he missed the first layup. And so I'm like, yes, this is my chance. He missed the first layup. It kind of rolled off the rim. Sometimes when you're like under the basket, for whatever reason, the ball is just hard to get it to go sometimes. Or if, if you know somebody's coming to block you, you rush it and you, it's really easy to fuck up. It's easier to fuck up than it looks. And so he fucked up the first layup and I'm like, bet. I run after the second and I'm like, I'm going to block it. I'm going to make sure I tip it out of bounds no matter what. He's not getting an easy point. This is a Thanksgiving game. I do. I get my hand on it. I tip it away. And then I come down and I feel the sharpest pain that I felt in quite a while. <laughs> and it's really weird, right? If you haven't sprained your ankle, I'm not sure. I mean, if you sprained your ankle before, then you'll probably know what I'm talking about. But when you hit your ankle, you have like a thousand or you have any type of injury in basketball. There's like a thousand thoughts that go through your head all in like the flash of a second. Like, I swear, because for me, the thing is, I have a history of ankle injuries. And especially, this is my left foot I hit this time. I hit my left ankle in 2016. So, uh, I, I put that on my story, too. I showed y'all what my ankle looked like in 2016 when I hit it. And I think that was a high ankle sprain. That one was much worse. And so, I've always been fearful of hurting this one again. I've always been fearful of that because when I did that in 2016, I was, I was, uh, wow. I think I did it in April. And I don't think I could walk normally until around june or july like it took that long and i was on crutches for a while before i could walk it was just the whole thing was miserable my left leg shriveled up and shit it looked like cell like drunk my leg basically from dbz that's a dbz reference shit sound weird if you don't watch dbc and uh because you can't use it i was i was in bed rest a lot so yeah my left leg just shriveled up it was terrible and so i've always been fearful of that and so when i landed i swear inside my head i saw like a mortal kombat x-ray move you know when when people's bones break in mortal kombat and whatnot i swear i saw my foot in my head just roll all the way over because i knew what it was i knew it finally happened because me and him playing one-on-one -on -one the whole year i've had little tweaks and whatnot i've landed wrong i've hit my heel i've had i've had little scares but I haven't had anything actually happen. And so 
this one it actually happened and man i yelled so goddamn loud uh, part of it was the fear of maybe it actually being broken but the other part was it hit her like a bitch i was rolling around and whatnot just on the ground just yelling and waiting for the pain to go away and uh there, there was a it's like a movie right there was only a couple of other people out the court this court is big and on the far other side of the court somebody came over to help and it happened to be somebody that i have not seen since the sixth grade it, and he don't it's not in the same neighborhood so we used to play basketball in the neighborhood when i was a kid and this guy I have not seen him ever since i was in the sixth grade but i'm really really good with facial recognition so i saw him and i was like yo you used to play basketball at so and so you know back in the day i don't want to dock shit right now but yeah it, it was him i hadn't seen that man since like 2006 and he helped me up and him and my brother carried me to the car and whatnot it was all dramatic uh but anyways yeah so that's, that's a long story that's the full version of what happened there um but i should be fine though i've been icing the ankle religiously um it's it slowed me down a little bit obviously i hadn't posted as many videos i've been streaming a lot but i hadn't posted as many videos because i'm hopped <laughs> for the for the first day i was on one leg i was hopping around that shit was super exhausting and then they got me some crutches and whatnot and i've been icing it the swelling is finally starting to go down not nearly as much pain as the one in 2016 I th again i think that one was a high ankle sprain which is always worse and so i wouldn't be surprised if i was walking in like a week and a half and when i come back to play basketball which hopefully it'll be like in a month and a half or so i will never be playing without high tops again yes my stupid ass with a history of ankle injuries was playing in low tops i was playing in low top nikes <laughs> like i'm not out here with the with, with derrick rose type ligaments and so I'll be playing in high tops and ankle braces, and that'll be that for a while, because clearly, I, I look, I'm 25, bro. I'm 25. I don't have a month and a half each time to, for rehab and whatnot every time something like this happens. Uh, back in February, I hurt my right ankle, but I didn't roll that one. I jammed it. And so I was playing in uh, LA Fitness. This was like a month before Corona, and I, I just planted really hard. I planted really hard, and I jammed it, and that one still hurts. That, that right ankle is a bitch. Uh, it's healed, but if i it still gets very stiff if i sleep with it a certain way it still gets stiff i haven't figured it out bro i haven't figured it out one day i'll have like you know baller money and i'll be able to get the health care i need but for now i just suffer well anyways there goes my ankle health and my ankle history because <laughs> i've always planned to talk about that one day anyways i've had so many ankle injuries maybe i'll talk about like the full length of uh, the full extent of that one day but today is not that day we got a little bit of NBA news to move on to as the season is fastly approaching. I figured at the beginning of every podcast, what I'll do, it's not really the beginning anymore. I'm like 10 minutes in on my little ankle rant. Uh, and I do have my soundboard hooked up today too. So if I decide to use some sound effects, that, that's what that is. It's not, it's not your phone tripping. Um, yeah, at the, at the near the beginning of podcasts, I'll be talking about kind of what content I put out, or I'll just be mentioning what content I put out throughout that week, uh, mostly for VOD2K, because again, I don't really do any advertising for it. So if you're into VOD2K, I have uploaded to the 2002 season from the sim that we spent most of this year doing, uh, got some of the Spider-Man playthrough up, got some of the Call of Duty playthrough up. I'll be talking about Call of Duty in the game section of the podcast. So that's what's on VOD2K uploaded a couple of 2k videos to this channel i believe i did uh one spider-man video too i think i posted like the end of miles morales so some stream stuff there so that's really all you've missed if you've been if you've uh you know been away from my content for a little while all right well let's talk about the nba then let's talk about the nba and what is going on there uh obviously a bulk of the free agency stuff happened last week i, fi I figured after i got off i forgot like one or two things i had forgotten to talk about the mark gasol signing because the lakers made so many moves that 
Yeah, there's just I, I didn't mention every single move every team made. I wasn't trying to go. I'm not Shams or, or Woj. I wasn't trying to go into that much detail. Um, but yeah, the Lakers made so many moves. I had forgotten that they got Gasol, and I think it was that day, anyways. And so that's pretty cool because hopefully, um, I always hope for the best for players. Mark Gasol is like one of the best dudes in the NBA. It'd be really nice for the Lakers if he could stretch the floor. This is a, another big plan with LeBron and AD that could potentially stretch the floor. He wasn't looking good in the playoffs for Toronto. He was not really a threat in the Celtics series. I think he had missed. I forgot how many consecutive threes he had missed, but he, he was looking like some trash, man. He was looking washed. So um, who knows? Being on uh, this championship team and whatnot, I'm pretty sure he can help them. And the thing that I was hoping would happen, I was hoping they would sign Pau Gasol. I was really hoping they would sign Pau because he's still in the NBA. If you did not know, <laughs> Pau never officially retired. Then how crazy would that be? Just imagine that in your head for a minute. Because the Lakers at this specific moment, they are the favorites to go on and win this year. They have to be right now. They got better. Or they got better in some areas. They just came off a championship, so I don't see how they aren't the favorites. And so imagine Pau Gasol coming back in the year 2021. And winning a championship which would be 11 years after he was part of the, the the duo with kobe winning it and this time doing it with lebron that really does sound like some alternate reality shit and that's how i want to see him go out because pal's a legend pal's a laker legend where else is he gonna go out i don't want to see him fizzle out on the the blazers bench or where wherever else he might go because there's other places and i'm not really sure if he would even play if he was in la i don't think he would play it's it's more of a sentimental thing so and he's with gasol too he's with his brother now i think that would just be awesome i want to see that happen but we'll see. I've, I've, heard, I've heard it floated around on Twitter. We'll see if they make something like that happen. I don't know why they wouldn't be trying to. Uh, well, actually, I do because it's a business and you have to be smart. So I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't fit their plans. Anyways, uh, back to or not back to, but moving on to the better franchise, Boston. <laughs> Let me stop. I'm tripping. Um, Boston did do the Hayward deal. So you remember last week I was saying that the deal hadn't officially been done. And so I, it seemed like we'd lost him for nothing, but I didn't hundred percent know because free agency things are weird this year. Things get reported like they already happened. Then you find out three days later, it hadn't even actually happened yet. It was just reported and there's still a lot of the deal to work out. Well, that's what happened here. So Danny Ainge actually moved Gordon Hayward and two second round draft picks to the Hornets for a conditional second round pick, I believe. And the trade created a trade exception for around $27 million. Now, a lot of people, I see a lot of mixed opinions on this. I see a lot of people saying, oh, Celtics fans are looking for anything to hang on to. This doesn't actually mean anything. Then you get, then you get other guys that are like, this is great. This is, especially when we thought we were going to get nothing. It depends, obviously. Everything depends because I think what's starting to happen with Danny Ainge is you're getting, or he's getting a reputation of a guy that's always on the cusp of something great. When they quote unquote fleeced Brooklyn back in 2013, we were like, oh yeah, Boston is, you know, they're going to have this in the future. They're going to have that. Then they got their pieces from that. And it's been for the longest looking like they were supposed to have at least been at one finals. They haven't yet. They landed Kyrie. They landed Hayward. Of course, the injuries really messed it up. I mean, he's done, he's done some good things. Let's not act like he hasn't. Some of this has been misfortune. Anyways, whatever. Like I, you'll hear me say a million times, everything in life is optics, right? And so the optics of it are that Boston is always close to something great, but never quite get there. It's like that itch that you can't quite scratch. And so they have a year, I believe, to use this $27 million trade exception. They can use that salary for players and trades. Bottom line, they can use it to acquire some a really good player or some really good players to help Boston on their title hunt, on their long-awaited title hunt. 
and I'm happy about it. I'm happy about it because look, did we not get Miles Turner? And apparently that did become a thing that that was a deal that was on the table and it just didn't happen. Did it not happen? Yeah, it didn't happen. I would have liked Miles Turner. Would he have completely solved problems with bigs like Bam Adebayo and Embiid? I don't know. Maybe not, but I still wanted him. <laughs> I still I still wanted a big that could shoot. I, I wanted that. I wanted to see what he could do there and especially on a contending level team because I feel like playing for the Pacers, I didn't know. People don't really think very highly of him. Well, I did, but whatever. We didn't get him. But I'm happy we got something. I'm happy we at least got some opportunity. Let's see what happens now. This is better than just having Hayward, you know, opt out. And th I thought that was good to begin with, first of all. I didn't want to have $34 million tied up in Hayward. So I was already cool with that. But uh, if you're asking how I feel about it, I'm... <sighs> I'm happier. Let's put it that way. I'm happier than I was when it looked like we just let an opportunity slip because that hurt. That looked like something just slipped and we didn't get anything. So we got something here. Let's see what Danny does with it. I can't. I have no predictions. The NBA is a wild business. Weird, weird thing. Maybe it'll turn into nothing. Maybe we'll be laughing about this in a year. Like, hey, remember when Celtics fans thought they got shit? They didn't get shit. They didn't lost in the conference finals again. It, it, <laughs> it could easily turn out like that, man. But that's that's why we that's what keeps us watching. Right. Uh, suspense, quote unquote, parody. Well, that's what happened with Gordon Hayward, so we'll see. Um, the Hornets also did go ahead and wave Nicholas Batum, and I'm not sure if this one is 100% official. Once again, people always talking about things like they actually happened. Then you see, oh, wait, they're just strong contenders. Well, that's what's happening with Nick Batum right now. I see conflicting things. One says that he's already with the Clippers. Another one just calls the Clippers a strong contender to sign him. But it, it looks like Batum is pretty much going to be a Clipper now. And that's interesting because it I said that last week. It looked like Batum, when he went to the Hornets, it seems like he just kind of disappeared into the abyss. And the only thing you ever heard about this guy is that he has a crazy contract. But being in Charlotte, nobody watched him play. Uh, the days in Portland when he was uh, a great uh, a three and D wing player and bringing energy there just basically as a good role player. Those days are so far gone now. Uh, so many years have passed. You wonder, does this... You're probably wondering what this does for the Clippers. And so, yeah, that's another thing. We're going to have to wait and see. I like I like it. I like it for the Clippers, and especially because the offseason wasn't looking too hot for them just a week ago, literally a week ago. So now they've added Serge Ibaka. They've added Batum. Still trying to fix that, that point guard issue. So it, they did say that's another, that's another thing that was reported. They were saying that teams were expecting the Clippers to move Lou Williams in search of that. So more to happen with Los Angeles. Well, that Los Angeles team anyways. I think the Lakers are done. More to happen with the Clippers, but it does look like they will be picking up Nick Batum and making a couple more additions along the way. And I'm excited for that because the one thing I did not want to happen is to have the Battle of LA just die just like that, right? The I feel like the air really went out of it with what the Clippers did in the playoffs and of course with what happened with the bubble because I was already kind of sad that the one time we had this Lakers and Clippers storyline it was going to happen with no crowd and no fans and everything that kind of made that matchup special we were just going to have to accept what we got so at least if it happens this year it seems it'll be happening at a time where at that point we'll probably be able to have some fans there and that'd be pretty cool and the whole Kawhi and LeBron thing I still want to see that play out still want to see that play out still I'm hoping to get there because 
it, it was awesome to see <laughs> the pettiness that went on when they went out or the pettiness from Lakers fans and the NBA as a whole. But yeah, I don't I don't think the pettiness and Jared Dudley laughing and everybody laughing, really. I don't think it replaced what would have happened if the Lakers would have actually beaten them. And uh, yeah, that's still a thing. I feel like people forgot about it with the Warriors coming back and whatnot. That's still a thing. Lakers and Clippers can very much still be a thing, although at this point, the Lakers have won a title. I don't think they really see the Clippers as as a rival right now. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, speaking of the Lakers, by the way, I did just jot this down because I found it hilarious. The Lakers, did y'all know that they were still paying Luol Deng? And Deng is still owed salary until the year 2022. Wow, man. Look, Luol Deng was a great player back in the day. Now I can say that because it's been so long since his prime, it feels like. Um, but damn, that's a finesse job. <laughs> it's a couple of players like that where their contract gets stretched. So Luol Deng, I think it happened to Josh Smith on the Pistons. Um, don't quote that, but I think that's what happened there. Darren Williams uh, on the Nets, I believe. Yeah, guys that get paid long past the date that they're actually there. That is crazy. There's one more that I'm missing right now. There's one more that I'm missing. Uh, it, it'll probably come back to me later. But the reason I wrote it down for the Lakers is because they were trying to get out of it. I think they tried to do something with the league and tried to have some exception and get his salary off the books or whatever. And they're like, nah, <laughs> nah, y'all had a good enough offseason. Y'all gonna, y'all, y'all still getting gripped. So yeah, Luol Deng will still be on the Lakers payroll for another two years. And I don't think he'll be getting any of the rings that they've gotten. <laughs> but yeah, that, that is a thing that'll happen. Um, I just thought that one was funny the rockets this one went under the radar i feel like nobody really paid attention to it and why would you really uh demarcus cousins is a member of the houston rockets signed there after a workout and th this is actually getting kind of interesting because now they've signed christian wood and they've signed demarcus cousins i feel like <laughs> houston was they saw that the uh daryl Morey is gone first of all and the little experiment with small ball is not really uh it's not really a thing it didn't really work out nobody really thought it was going to work out in the first place it was just fascinating so uh they were encouraged by what they saw with cousins and obviously i don't have any expectations because why would I? I i'm rooting for him i always root for a star player to who, who suffered injuries that were really no fault of their own to get back to where they were but with demarcus cousins um man acl achilles when we saw him last on golden state that's <laughs> i was stuttering right there a little bit because i'm like man when's the last time we even saw him play yeah we saw him on golden state and he was starting to look decent i don't know if y'all remember but he was looking somewhat decent he didn't look like he was in the best shape or whatnot but oh man he had the quad injury too i forgot oh man i'm sorry i am sorry somebody just subbed to me while i was <laughs> while i'm doing the podcast okay so I, I i appreciate you drippy for subbing um i'm recording my podcast in obs studios and it's it's so i can have the the sound effects and whatnot that's how you got the <laughs> the Kawhi laugh earlier can he see me this man is using emotes am i streaming okay no i'm just recording i was tripping for a second i was like i hope i'm not streaming right now um but yeah he uh, yeah so he just he just sobbed and that's what that is so you might get a couple of those sound effects throughout the throughout the uh podcast whatever back to where i was um yeah no cousins actually had the the quad injury too i forgot so he's got the quad the achilles and the acl wow that is just devastating that is just devastating because cousins was like that cousins was like that mid 2010s and getting up there and getting to the time where we thought he might be leaving the kings he was getting there um and that would have been an interesting free agency so yeah i who knows what they expect here who knows what they expect here they're signing big men they got two of them now i wish the best for the cousins but off those injuries i i kind of just 
I always just kind of like tell it like it is and what I believe with those. Same reason that you don't see me too high on Kevin Durant's return. I'm happy to see him play, but it, at the end of the day, that is an Achilles. Same thing with Clay Thompson when he comes back. Bro, I'm going to watch, but I, I, I'm expecting the worst. I'm always expecting the worst. Cousins' role, obviously, is different than both of them. He's, he's been injured for so long now. Nobody's expecting him to come in and save anything. And the Rockets are still trying to figure out their... Whatever happened last week, again, a week ago, they were about to blow up and everyone still put nobody's traded for Westbrook. I haven't even heard any rumors about James Harden going anywhere, so maybe he will start the uh, season there. And I feel like that would be kind of a toxic situation overall. I feel like that'd be a toxic situation. That'd be a toxic locker room because the the guy was both of your star players wanted out. A couple of players have left now. Austin Rivers went to the Knicks. And so, I mean, not that he was, he's a role player, but you get what I mean, right? He was part of that whole implosion there. So the Rockets are going to be, and that's a month, bro. They don't have a lot. They don't even have a month to figure this out. We are, holy shit. Tomorrow's December, bro. We got 10 days until preseason. <laughs> I'm talking like these things are going to happen in the future. These things are happening like next week. And so that, that's amazing. We're going to have a fun time this season. We're going to try to make the best of it. Cause I'm going to talk about my thoughts on this actual season later. Cause I feel like there's some things people aren't really saying uh, or thinking about um couple of more things bam Adebayo was locked up for his five years 160 million i think i talked about tatum last year yeah their last podcast so that had already happened and he locked bam up so obviously that's a no-brainer you have to i saw a couple of people saying oh bam that's overpaying for bam da, da, da. look yes it is pretty much star money but bam Adebayo is clearly on that track to be that guy he was amazing in the playoffs he was the celtics biggest problem uh obviously him not being there for a couple of the finals games hurt and uh yeah he's you, you don't just play with a star like that um the important thing there is apparently people were saying that what would have impressed Giannis more in terms of like a free agency thing and courting thing would be not making bam wait for his money because that's what some people were saying was that maybe they'll make him wait so they can see what their financial situation is like by the time Giannis is a free agent then i saw a report was like Giannis would be more impressed by like the loyalty and whatnot da, da, da. again who, who knows what the sources are but that's just something that i read something i thought i would mention just for food for thought and so the miami heat are not out of the sweepstakes for Giannis next year if that is a thing that they pursue it's just it will obviously cost them some important pieces if that does happen um yeah i, I know miami fans will tell a hero but somebody something's something's probably gonna have to give um why are we talking about that that's next year it doesn't matter we don't even need to be talking about the hypothetical players that may or may not be in a deal it, it doesn't matter bro we have no clue let's get through the season first uh so yeah shout out to bam for getting his money especially because because if you've read his story it's pretty amazing there was a esp at the future i believe that came out during the playoffs and i really read full-length articles but um i can't i wish i could remember who this one was from if you just look up bam out of bio like upcoming or something like that or upbringing or espn article it was a pretty amazing article about his his uh come up in life and his mom raising him and whatnot and so to get to that 160 mil bag hey i wish the best for bam and the heat and we will see y'all again in the playoffs presumably one of these days i'm still salty Bobo, his contract was converted from a two-way to a standard NBA contract. Uh, obviously, we all had a Bobo fascination coming into the bubble. During the preseason, mostly, he, we saw some flashes of potential. I was hoping we would see him more, but again, going into the playoffs, that was basically his debut. And I believe 
that was the thing that I read during the bubble was that a player like Bo Bo who was making their debut in the bubble, they would still be eligible for rookie of the year this year. So <laughs> that's going to be a, a whole different thing. If that ends up actually becoming a, uh, a topic, I don't know if it will, because again, the Nuggets, Jamal Murray, Jokic, MPJ is looking for his development. And so Bo Bo is probably like fourth on that rung and he's developing on a team that's contending too. So it's kind of the same thing that MPJ was dealing with. I, th- I don't think there'll be any serious Bo Bo rookie of the year. Uh, talks happening but who knows I've seen weirder things right it's just that situation kind of makes it tough for him but I am glad to see that they went ahead and converted that and made him an official part of what they're doing there so that should mean you know I turn on a Nuggets game it shouldn't be like last year where I was like where's MPJ I was looking for MPJ the whole time and we didn't see him until the bubble we won bowl we absolutely won bowl and uh yeah because he's got to get better at decision making and defense and whatnot I think those were some glaring holes last year during the bubble um the nba for the 2021 season did set up another snitch hotline so if you think back to the bubble you remember back to the bubble of course you if you're on twitter you saw all the memes there was the whole thing about oh you can call and tell if a player is breaking protocol if they're doing this if they're putting the bubble at risk and so now there's a snitch hotline for I mean, I don't know exactly how it works since they're not doing a bubble, but I guess if you see guys, you know, tripping or do <laughs> one of your teammates bringing somebody back to the hotel, y'all snitching on your teammates now? I don't think that's going to happen. Um, either way, the hotline is there to try to keep everyone safe. And uh, that's the funny part, but I did want to kind of talk about this season, though, because I feel like it is a thing that we're just all excited the season is coming back. I don't want to be a downer or anything, but I feel like nobody's thought about the reality of how this season may look. And so we obviously have no vaccine yet. We're getting closer. It does seem like sometime next month, people on the front lines will start getting it and it'll start rolling out slowly. But who knows when it's going to get to regular people? Who knows when it's going to get to athletes and whatnot? Of course, these are organizations with tons of money. So when it becomes available, I'm assuming that they will probably be some of the first to get it. People don't like it, but that's just kind of how the world works. The, the world does revolve around money and business, man. That's just the way it is. Um, But until that time... I mean, I'm looking at NFL games and I'm looking at star players missing games because of COVID or a game got postponed because of COVID or this happened and this important player is missing. That's just a thing that's happening. And it's a thing we knew would happen because without a bubble, it's impossible for it not to. There's just too many people. Granted, there's more people on a team in the NFL, so you have more chances for that. But with the NBA, I feel like we're all kind of expecting to go into this perfect season of just, you know, and take our mind off everything that's gone on in the world this year, right? We're just kind of looking to relax and watch some great basketball. But I've seen nobody talk about the effect that COVID may have on this year. And the fact that there might be games where a star player is missing. There might be premier games where a star player is missing because they had COVID. And I fail to see how that's not going to happen. I fail to see how that's not going to happen because, uh... I still haven't first of all we don't have all we have right now is a preseason schedule I don't know if they've went along with the plan that they were talking about to have certain teams play each other multiple times in the same city to cut down on travel that sounded like something that was pretty interesting to me because then technically I don't really know if you can create a bubble but you can control a bit more variables than or as opposed to your regular schedule where a team plays they hop on a plane they go somewhere else and you just do that a bunch of times so if LA comes to Orlando and they wax the magic three straight times, now all of a sudden you can keep better track for those three days of where at least the away team is, right? I'm assuming the home team will still <clears throat> be going home. So and look, without a bubble, there's just no way to really contain it. 
no way to contain it. COVID is going to infiltrate certain teams, I believe. And, you know, it's going to it's going to be annoying. It's going to be annoying. There's going to be who knows when we get to the playoffs, if everyone's going to be there or whatnot. You see what I'm saying? I'm just thinking about these type of things ahead of time because I, it seems like everybody's expecting a perfect season when it's clearly not going to be that. Um, But I guess also maybe the reason you don't see people talk about it, aside from it being a downer, it's kind of like, what can you really do about it? What does it actually just like kind of how we had the bubble season and people were talking about an asterisk for the Lakers and this, that, and the other, but what is anybody supposed to do? This is a global, this is a global issue and the playing sports during it. So some things are just going to be different. And so maybe people have just kind of learned to live with that fact by now. Maybe I don't know because I don't watch the NFL, even though I'm going to be playing Madden this week, by the way, I slipped that in there because we've been talking about it on stream and we're looking for new next gen games i just played demon souls we'll be talking about that later and so i'm picking up just like everything and so fuck it why not play madden right i figured that could be that could be hilarious because i'll probably embarrass myself um but yeah maybe people have already kind of seen how it's gone with the nfl and they've just adapted to it already and so maybe that'll just maybe people will just deal with it that way uh but either way i i am happy oh uh, yeah that's that's what it is i'm happy that it's coming back preseason starts on december 11th so it's gonna go from the 11th to the 19th i believe and then the season will start on the 22nd and that's the weird part about us not having a schedule yet because again that's literally like 11 days from now um uh i am gonna be interested in the preseason just to kind of acclimate with what things look like because just like when we were going into the bubble i still kind of have a hard time in my head imagining like when we were going into the bubble it looked way different than i thought it was going to they did an excellent job with it and so when i finally saw it i was like okay this is pretty cool and so how i have it in my head with the empty arenas right now and knowing that the sounds i think the piped in sounds weren't that great and it didn't seem like they were consistent i'm just trying to get in my head what that's going to look like and so we'll have the preseason for that and uh yeah you'll get to watch a quarter or two of star players play and then after that it'll be guys you'll never see again on the court so man that's crazy it feels like we just did preseason it's because we did literally the the bubble in july yeah this is just weird man just weird times um all right i pretty much think that's it for the nba section today might be a shorter podcast um by the next week's podcast obviously preseason will literally be four days away so a lot more things will be set in stone i think at that point i'll probably do my predictions a lot of teams are still moving around right now somebody asked me to do my predictions i don't really want to do them yet the one through eight and whatnot don't really want to do it just yet because i want to see a lot more happen and a lot more things get set in stone and a lot more signings become official you know don't want another bogdanovic signing <laughs> happening or somebody was going to a contending team and now they're they're on a potential a seed so yeah, the Hawks will be a fun watch. People, for some reason, in the question section were asking me to talk about the Hawks, and I talked about them last week. Yes, I think they're a playoff team in the East, and I think they're going to be fun to watch. Give you an actual reason to watch the Hawks other than just seeing Trey Young shoot from the logo. That I should be competing for something, I believe. So, uh, and Terrazante. Um, okay, yeah. So, I think that'll be the NBA for now. I'm going to move on to the game section, and then I'll move on to your questions. I took five questions this week. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I took five. I think five will probably be the standard. We'll see how it does with time. Um so moving on to the video game section well yeah i have a couple of things to talk about this week uh call of duty demon souls buck snacks and the dual sense controller because i i have found out some things man so this is pretty cool um first of all that's part of the content so we beat spider-man already spider-man's gone i can damn near uninstall miles morales because let's let, check this out i have four games installed on my playstation 5 i have nba 2k21 next gen I have Call of Duty, Miles Morales, and Demon Souls. 
between those four games, my PlayStation 5 now has 269 gigabytes left. I repeat, 269. Now, for reference, I, I pretty much think that would be like a Call of Duty install, maybe. Call of Duty install with their updates would probably eat the rest of that or close to most of it. I probably have like space for one big PlayStation 5 game left, and this shit just came out. When What, what was the date it came out? The 12th? So, 18 days ago? And I'm damn near full, man. I'm damn near full. Uh, if you don't know how the PlayStation 5 works, that doesn't mean I can't have PS4 games on there because the PlayStation 4 games go on a hard drive. I don't think those go on the SSD on your PS5. I'm not sure if there's an option for it. Sound like my PS5 just cut on while I'm talking about it. Oh no, my shit is sentient. My shit is sentient around here. Um, but yes, the PS4 games go on the hard drives. So I just took the hard drive that I had on my PlayStation 4 and plugged it into the PS5, and all my games are there already. It was pretty cool because they're already installed there, so you don't have to wait for 100 games to install. I did enjoy that. But yeah, so the SSD is strictly for your PS5 games, and there's no extendable storage yet that supports ps5 games they haven't come out with that yet so i'm hoping they come out with that soon because as ratchet and clink and we heat up with games next year i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure they know that there's not a whole lot out yet and so they didn't really feel that i don't know why they would wait but i guess they, they don't really feel like they're in any hurry but yeah that's where i'm at right now um i feel like i had something else to say about that that kind of slipped my mind uh, uh maybe it'll come back to me so call of duty black ops cold war we beat that in three streams three streams y'all and i'm not talking three long streams i'm talking about like one was maybe two hours and the others were an hour and a half so very short campaign i probably i didn't really do side missions and whatnot but the actual campaign itself just playing straight through the story extremely short it was just like miles morales where i got to the last level and i my eyes popped out my head i was like wait this is the end and that was surprising because I remember playing Infinite Warfare. I was going to say maybe all Call of Duty story modes are just short, but I don't think that's true. I played Infinite Warfare a couple of years ago. That took me a, a decent amount of time, and I was playing for, for a good time every night. I think that took me a decent amount of time to finish. Uh, but I do remember Call of Duty 4 back in the day. Yeah, I even was going to do a Let's Play on that back when I was doing that on Dom 4K. And that took me... I beat that game in like two and a half days, maybe. Uh, and a, and a couple of sit-downs. So this is really like that um as far as my thoughts on it i mean it was fun the combat was fun i wish you could lean around walls i don't know why they took that out i think that made things unnecessarily difficult but i played it on veteran we had a blast on stream playing it uh the story was okay i guess to be honest with you it felt like i've seen the story in movies and played it in other games you're just stopping shit from blowing up basically but you have a choice too so uh, should i do spoilers I mean, I'm not going to talk about it that much. I'm, I'm not really going to do spoilers. Um, I'll just say it's a it's a choice game. You can have multiple endings. And so <laughs> being that I didn't really care that much about it, I let the let the chat decide how we were going to end the game. And that that made for a really funny moment. Um, but if you're playing by yourself, I guess it doesn't. Uh, I guess it's just what you want, because it, it was really fun to have people weigh in on it. That's what that's what made it fun for me. Otherwise, I don't think I would have really gave a shit um and yeah the graphics i i went and looked up a video of call of duty black ops on ps4 versus the ps5 and to be honest i couldn't tell a difference at all i could barely tell a difference i think the resolution was a bit finer on ps4 but again it just goes back to what i was saying last week I don't, i'm not really sure aside from the sports games like 2k i'm not really sure what's on ps5 yet that's just like making your jaw drop um so 
yeah, it's a fun Call of Duty game. I always have fun with Call of Duty story mode. I have fun playing online. I'm not a hardcore Call of Duty player, so the things that get under people's skin and piss them off, they probably don't really get to me. I'll be playing Call of Duty with my friends online probably for most of the year, probably Prestige at some point. And uh, but I, I don't think I'll ever bring it back to stream. I think that's done. I've just been trying to beat some of my games, and streams are helping me do so. And so that's really all I have for you with Call of Duty. Um, but so after that, I was like, okay. Well, I have defeated Miles Morales. Well, I beat Miles Morales. I said defeated Miles Morales. No, we defeated. I'm, I'm not going to ruin it. We beat Miles Morales. Um, we beat Call of Duty. And I was kind of like, okay, well, 2K is my default game that I play. What am I going to bring to stream next? Well, I can't I can't duck smoke with Demon's Souls. Cause I looked at Bugsnax and I'm like, man, I can't. I just can't in good faith like tell my crowd, come watch me play a game called Bugsnax. And especially if you've seen what it looks like, I just can't in good faith have people. I, I don't think I'm that type of streamer. I don't think I'm that type of entertainer that I could pull that off. So I like I play Bugsnax on my own time. But I don't think I can duck any more smoke with Demon Souls. And so I brought Demon Souls to stream yesterday. And this is my first experience with any Souls game. Never played Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Evil Souls. Whatever the fuck y'all be playing. I, I don't know. This is my... I didn't know what to expect. I've barely ever seen any gameplay. But I've heard about it. And everyone says it's the hardest game they ever played in their life. Oh, you're not going to get past the first level. You're not going to be able to... You're going to hate this. You're going to die 500 times. 500 times. I never died 500 times in a game in my life. That's like my collective deaths in video games. But 500 times. And so, uh, we played it yesterday. <laughs> we played it. And uh, I put on, bro. I put on. Which I thought was going to happen. Um, you know, I was, I was damn near flawless. We got past the... The first level with no issue, the, the tutorial and whatnot, and that big, the big monster. Even though he take up the whole damn room and you can't avoid death, we did what we could. And then the first staircase, uh, we got there, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. The first staircase, of the first level. <laughs> um, okay, let me be serious. Look, Demon Souls looks great. It is the, it is aside from 2K, it is the only game I've put in so far where I was just like, okay. This looks like a uh, PS5 game, I guess. It looks really good, though. Uh, some of the lighting in the game really sticks out to you. Um, having not played Demon's Souls before, and I've never seen it, and not really played games like it, I guess, I didn't really understand how it could be that hard. Um, I guess I would say what makes it difficult is that you have to use... You have to constantly be thinking and constantly be using strategy. And that's definitely hard to do on stream because if you're trying to actually interact with the chat and whatnot, that's difficult. But even if you're not, because I played it off the stream, I played it off the stream and I still haven't got past the first staircase. And uh, especially after you lose to the first boss, because again, he takes up the whole damn room and then he jumps. And so like, I'm not sure what you're supposed to do to dodge that. And so after you lose, you only have half of your health, I guess, until you beat the next boss. And so you have to go through the whole level. Where if you die anywhere and you haven't made it to the next, I guess they said bonfire, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't get a checkpoint really. You start all the way back at the beginning. And so that's what's fucking me up right now because the health is very hard to come by. Things, items that heal your health are very hard to come by. And so you take one or two hits from those malnourished zombies that are chasing after you and swinging everywhere. Then that's game. That's pretty much game for you because you have to dodge a lot of other things before you get to that checkpoint, which I still have yet to see yet. People said I was close and I got farther than I was and I still have not made it to the checkpoint. So shout out to y'all for that. Um, what else here? Um, yeah, but between your health and you know not having all of it and your stamina and 
knowing how you want to play basically so with what armor you have on that affects how you can dodge and how fast you can dodge and how fast you recover your stamina because after you run out of stamina you can't dodge or hit and that's what really fucks you up because you dodge a couple of people and then there's like two more guys that come after you and all of a sudden you're like quadruple teamed or at least triple teamed and you can't do anything about it and you get hacked and that's game or they take most of your health down and now you have no chance of getting past the rest of the level so if you don't know anything about souls games that's basically where i'm struggling right now um and I did, I did take it off stream after I played yesterday. I played it off stream because I kind of wanted to just do it without a hundred people making recommendations because <laughs> everyone's making conflicting recommendations in the chat. Everyone's like, oh, Dom, put the helmet on. No, take the helmet off and take the pants off. Uh, yeah, you could take your, you could take your pants off. We're not on demon time right now. You can take your pants off in the game and that's your armor. And so you can, you can lighten your, uh, armor load. And, uh, yeah, no carry a shield and one sword no carry two swords everybody's recommending like a hundred different things at one time so i just kind of tried to tune that out and so yeah being able to play by myself i can see what works out and i, I got pretty far i think i'm gonna play it i'm gonna play it a little bit today along with bug snacks and um i'll probably i will bring it back to stream people it, it was it was funny uh everything was kind of in character yesterday but i probably will end up bringing demon souls back to stream at some point and uh again it's just me trying to expand my horizons with games because these are the games that i feel like games like this are just different genres that i don't normally play these are things that i missed out on when i was in college because i didn't have time to play a bunch of different games and so i'm just trying to get a little bit of everything these days and demon souls is one of the only other mega adventures out right now like i went to best buy the other day and literally the only games on the rack were assassin's creed um this game that i'm playing demon souls they had dirt five which is a racing game i'll just get to that one day i don't have any i'm not in any rush to get to that it was like four or five playstation five games it's just really like not, not there's really nothing really nothing there yet <laughs> there's not a whole lot there yet uh, but one of the games that they do have is bug snacks and i got that for free from playstation plush playstation plush playstation plus yes it is free until december 1st if you want to check it out and i recommend it i recommend it it's a fun game it's not a game that i'm going to stream so i put it on my story and people were like oh you playing this without you know without broadcasting no i'm not bringing bug snacks i'm not gonna shout out on all my social media and whatnot hey come watch me play bug snack guys even after and now i wasn't gonna do that at the beginning but especially when i played it by myself last night i was like yeah this isn't a game i don't see how i can make this entertaining i feel like you have to be a lot goofier than i am to make that entertaining because <laughs> um it's a very surface level story it feels like very surface level gameplay it's just kind of, it's just a fun game though it's fun the objectives are fun basically there's these things called bug snacks and you have to you have like a little capture device and you have to get creative as the game goes on in ways that you capture your bug snacks and so they follow certain trails certain bug snacks you have to like stun them before you catch them and so you have to run them into other other bug snacks and whatnot and i'm not that far through yet but it is it's it's not a challenging game i'm pretty sure i'll be done with this pretty quickly but it is fun and that's all a game needs to be sometimes it doesn't y'all have heard me say that a million times in the game section of the podcast everything does not need to be a cinematic just complete production right for me to enjoy it sometimes i just like to turn a game on and just have stupid fun and i feel like that's what bug snacks is so i think it's worth your time i think it's worth trying out uh, so far for me it is it's very basic it's nothing don't don't you know timber your expectations however bug snacks did help me learn a little bit more about this controller this dual sense playstation 5 controller because let me get some water real quick hold on <laughs> i've been i had cereal again i've been sitting here having a burp for like the last 40 minutes and i take no damn water bro it's ridiculous hmm that's better um so the dual sense controller 
y'all heard me talk about it i talked about it uh in terms of 2k and maybe what it felt like in cod here's the thing i didn't realize until i played by, played by myself last night because last night was my first time playing my ps5 on my living room tv and not broadcasting or not recording anything just playing playstation that was my first time since i got it and i didn't realize how much i wasn't how much i was missing with the controller by playing on stream because again when i'm playing on stream i'm paying attention to a chat i'm trying to pay attention to the gameplay i'm not really paying attention to the controller at all i'm not looking at it at all either and so one i noticed it first with demon souls actually played demon souls last night and i set my sword on fire and that's the first time i felt what they were talking about where they said with this controller when they were advertising it they were like you're going to be able to feel maybe if you're walking through snow or you're walking through or there's a certain texture in a level you'll be able to feel that in your controller i'm like how the hell like how that don't make any sense in my brain right well you set the sword on fire in demon souls and i don't know how to explain it to you but the vibration in the controller the the haptic feedback you can you can feel the the vibration from the fire it's pretty dope it is really dope so it fit how do i explain it it feels like what it looks like on screen and so the sword is burning and you hear it it feels like what it sounds like i'm probably confusing the shit out of y'all but i think you have to have the controller to be able to to be able to experience what i'm talking about um for instance in buck snacks walking through the river you know if you walk through a water and water is flowing a certain way you kind of feel the water resisting you or, you know pushing at your legs or whatnot you feel that on the controller it feels like a river pushing against you i don't know how to say it though <laughs> i don't know how to ex i don't know how to explain how the controller does it but it does it man it does do it and i'm noticing all these little details uh, uh also in the game where it, when it's thundering outside in buck snacks it's thundering and raining a lot and you hear the thunder in the game and you also feel what it sounds like on the controller yo the shit is mind-blowing and these are things that i hadn't been paying attention to at all because i've been playing 2k on stream i've been playing call of duty on stream but mostly in 2k what you feel is the resistance the triggers when you're trying to run and run whatnot and that's all i've really been paying attention to i don't even think i paid attention to one vibration yet and the triggers are just again simulating stamina simulating you getting tired just really basic stuff and the first time i played it it just confused me and so i'm actually gonna play 2k off stream and just pay attention to what that feels like as well because that's some next level shit man that is some next level shit it's it's so cool in fact that even xbox uh i think the head of xbox came out and commended sony on pushing things forward with their controller because it's really that type of tech man i think it's awesome if you don't have a ps5 yet pay attention to that when you get it on christmas morning um i was also the way i was playing last night again because i've been holding my foot in ice so i sit at the edge of the couch put stick my foot in ice trying to heal that up and so i kind of have the controller above my face a little bit because i'm laying on my back and i didn't notice like how much happens with the little lighting pad so you know the on the ps4 controller you had the touch pad that you press and um damn the ps4 controller did not have a light around that i forgot so the ps5 controller has little led lights around it and that also correlates with the game they use that to correlate with the game which again is something i would not have noticed playing on stream because i hold the controller under the desk i wouldn't have noticed that at all and so playing bugs snacks last night little it's just little things that feel pretty cool and interactive just very little things so uh mainly i guess in in this game is when you're trying to catch a snack and you set your trap when something walks through the trap on screen the trap turns green but also in your controller it starts lighting up green as well it looks really cool because it goes the controller overall on ps5 looks really nice the buttons uh that little see-through material they have on there is fire the controller looks fire overall but yeah the lighting just helps it there uh when you're flipping through your journal also in that game 
there was it's color coded so your journal is color coded and you can see this on my instagram story actually up until probably about 12 tonight you'll be able to see it and as i was flipping through the color coded journal i noticed the leds on the controller were also turning that they were turning that color i thought that shit was fire again just a detail just a small detail but on top of everything else the controller does this is why i say like i'm kind of joking when i say i would not slam this controller and i wouldn't break this controller and i hadn't yet but i'm also kind of serious too i have again i've I've raged at 2K. Y'all have watched me rage at 2K. I've not so much as hit this controller yet. Because A, I don't feel like buying a new one. But B, I'm like, man, I'm, I I kind of grew up a tech head. I never really told y'all that. I was really interested in technology when I was a kid. Uh, I was really into that nerdy shit of opening stuff and seeing the circuit boards and whatnot. So I don't know. I guess I kind of respect the tech here. This shit is cool, man. Shit is really cool. And I also don't want to like half break this controller like ps4 controller you get mad you can hit it and it might open a little bit and like you know, whatever you just close it i feel like you do it to this controller like the minute that bitch opens you might you might start getting all types of malfunctions and so now you without even having broken the whole thing you still have to go get a new one to experience what it can do so yeah the playstation 5 controller i know most of y'all don't have it yet it is a it's a nice piece of tech and if you're just gonna sit down and play your game and actually pay attention and then that's the thing Again, you, you got to pay attention to it because I wasn't paying any attention at all at first. Who pays attention to a controller when they're playing? That's a very new concept. And so you sit down and it'll grab your attention. That's what happened when I was playing the game last night. It really just grabbed the attention once I wasn't focusing on a million things at once. And so, yeah, that's pretty much what I have at the gaming section there. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to get better at Demon Souls before I bring it back to stream because for the first time it was fun to die a hundred times, but I don't think it'll be, I, I don't want to keep bringing it and not having any clue how to play i at least want to try to make some progression right that was ridiculous and not even get past the first step um yeah i'm gonna beat bug snacks off stream I'm, not, I'm sorry i know some of y'all want to see that i'm not i'm not playing that live and uh yeah madden will come out this week cyberpunk god bless will hopefully come out in 10 days and i'll be playing that as well and we will keep it moving um probably play 2k play now online a little bit have a sim coming up i'm gonna do the penny hardaway alan iverson and gilbert arena sim i think some of the goats from the the pc shit we did for like half of this year i have some ideas with that so that's kind of what's coming up with gameplay and whatnot. Okay, before I get to questions, I actually do want to throw this in here because while I've had plenty of time, obviously, this week as I've been nursing my foot back to health and I've had time to sit down and watch Netflix, which I never really do. I hate just sitting down in one place. Normally, I never can. Uh, but I've been watching, re-watching a lot of Kevin Hart. Watching Kevin Hart and re-watching Kevin Hart. And watching Kevin Hart because he just dropped a new special on Netflix, if you were not aware. Uh, what is it called? I think it's called Zero Fucks Given. Um, and I watched it, and I wasn't really that entertained, honestly. I wasn't really that entertained. It, it's hard to watch a comedian and not laugh, at least a little bit, so I did. But I was watching it, and I was like, man, it's really... it's Maybe it's because the crowd isn't there making it lit and whatnot, but it's really just not that... It really just wasn't that funny. And it got me thinking more about his old stuff, because... If you with, with comedy, I mean, I've watched them. I watched a lot of them that I grew up with. Of course, I was watching Dave Chappelle as a kid, Cat Williams, and I was watching Kevin Hart a lot too. Because by the time I was getting into high school and I was growing up and able to understand a lot of different humor, uh, laugh my pain, the grown little man, all that stuff. That's the kind of stuff I was growing up with, and that stuff used to have me on the floor. Like it was hilarious. Now, of course, part of that was I was a lot younger, and. Now I've I've grown up and I've rewatched this stuff from then and I've watched it now. I'm only talking about this by the way because I tweeted about it and it got quite a bit of attention. Um, it was 
it, it was a noticeable drop off. And I guess that happens with anybody over time, right? It happens with athletes. It happens with performers. Uh, and it's not even just nostalgia, but sometimes people just aren't as good as they were. And I've kind of noticed it with Kevin Hart really throughout the decade. Like, I think once his special started to get really big and he was in front of really big crowds, I think that it started to regress a little bit. And that's how you got to this point where this special, honestly, is not that good to me. Because he started adding throughout the decade, he started adding sound effects, he started adding all kind, all types of graphics to his specials and whatnot, things that he was really kind of funny without. And also, his stories got really, really outlandish. And so, I can't remember what special it was, but he has one of them where he's talking about a raccoon and shit like that, and he makes up these stories that are... Uh, look, if you go back to his old comics, uh, of course, a lot of it is exaggerated and parts of it are made up as well, but it was still stuff that you could kind of relate to and stuff that was funny. And I think that as the decade has gone on, it really seems more like cartoon comedy, like comedy for kids and whatnot. Like a lot of the stories he tell, not, they really don't relate to anything. And it's just like random, like he sat up in a, in a storyboard, like in a storyboard room or something like that. And they just came up with these completely fictitious stories that have nothing to do with anything. And I think that's where the drop off came from. And so watching, I've gone back. So since I watched that special, I was like, huh, like my foot is busted. Might as well go ahead and watch the rest of his stuff. And I've went through and I've watched like his old, older three specials. And obviously they aren't as funny to me now, A, because I'm a little bit older. And also B, because I've seen them a hundred times throughout my life. So I already know what punchline is coming, but I'm still able to get a laugh out of those. Still able to get a laugh out of those. And those are still, there's still some value there. And I say that to say, I'm not a part, if it was confused with the Kevin Hart tweet, I'm not a part of the... What do you, I guess we'll call it the heart hate group because there is a section of people that that do front on Kevin like he isn't has never been funny like come on now you don't get where he's gotten without ever having been funny Kevin Ward those older specials those older specials those are funny I think he's fallen off a bit and maybe of course Dave, Dave Chappelle and Cat Williams are probably definitely Dave Chappelle of course that's just, I don't think there's any debate there um but then like Cat Williams as well yeah those are funnier comics but Kevin Hart just because his stuff for the last like three or four years hasn't been as great doesn't mean he wasn't ever funny I, I, I was looking up I was curious what other people thought about the special and I looked up Kevin Hart and I started seeing all these things about oh you know he was never funny if we're being honest he was never like come on now come on now that, that's cap that's, that's cap that's major cap he might not have been better than your favorite comedian but that's major cap um yeah laugh in my pain uh, grown little man and I can't remember the third one is when he was in Cleveland I think when he was in Cleveland talking, uh, doing that show when LeBron and Shaq were there, that one was hilarious too. Yeah. I don't know. Just a random Kevin Hart section since I've been watching it on Netflix. He is definitely in addressing the, the tweet and cause I saw a lot of people typing the shit under it and, uh, having conversation under it. Yeah. He's, he's fallen. He's definitely, if you haven't seen this, I would judge it for myself if I were you, um, the Netflix special. I mean, if you, if you're into this type of stuff, I would go give it a watch, but it's, yeah, the humor just is, it's not, it's not what it once was, man. And it's not what it once was, but still no serious Kevin Hart slander. The man early 2010s, the shit was hilarious. Come on now. <laughs> um, let's move on to the questions. Let's move on to the questions. Let me get a drink of water before I do. Cause we are almost an hour in. Yeah. About like three minutes or two. Hmm. Once again, the question section is sorry yeah it's pulled from twitter so i'll tweet at a very random time podcast questions so if you care that much about getting your questions seen you can cut my notifications on on twitter and because last night i think i did it at like 11 or 12 you might not have been awake still got a decent amount of responses from which i pulled five not gonna go in any particular order here it's just kind of the order that i wrote them in 
um aldo asked online gaming ex oh he asked did i have any weird online gaming experience stories um i i was you know i was in the middle of thinking about this question last night and i didn't come up with full answers because i have so many online gaming stories but i don't really have any that are i don't know what you mean by weird like i've never had nobody show up at my front door i've <laughs> never been doxxed or nothing like that um but of course you, you play online as long as i have i discovered online gaming back in like 2007 i believe i think 2006 yeah two i was in the seventh grade yeah 2007 wow that's the first time i played like an online console game yeah playstation 3 I was playing NBA 07 back then, and then Ratchet and Clank as well was a PS2 game, but I didn't have online capability to PS3, obviously, so I started playing it then. Um, as far as weird, no, but I have funny stories. Like when I was younger, I used to, in 2K, when I used to get mad, probably in like NBA 2K9, I used to tell people like I was gonna hack their IP address and shit like that. Like they messed with the wrong one. Because <laughs> what would happen is people would cut their mic on and talk shit, right? And so this was back when I was like probably eighth grader or whatever. And people would cut their mic on and talk shit if, if they were beating you in 2K. And so if they successfully did so, or maybe even if I beat them, it didn't matter. I would get on and I, I would see their username and I would send them a message like, yeah, you talk shit to the wrong one. I know how to, I know how to shut your internet off or some shit. <laughs> I used to be making like cold hard threats. Like I'm about to ruin your whole life. Cause internet, obviously internet only got bigger and more important to people. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to like jam your connection. I think that's what I used to say. <laughs> I was like here talking like I was a watchdog hacker. I was like, yeah, bitch, I'm about to jam your connection. I used to say that shit to people all the time, but most people, most of the time people would just text back like, fuck you, bitch. Or I only ever got one person to apologize. I remember one person apologized was like, sorry, man. I didn't know. Cause I think, he, yeah. Uh, that kid he was talking shit to my brother or something like that my little brother online and so like i sent him that message and he was like my bad man sorry <laughs> that's the only apology i ever got though no, it didn't work after that nobody ever nobody ever believed me after that um also uh in 2k was this one in 2k yeah my first friend ever actually my first friend ever got mad at me so my first online friend i i, I move on after this because i have too many stories i could just go on all day but my first online friend he disappeared for a while like honestly i suspect that he's passed away because he just one day just never got online again and i never saw him and this is from back in the ps3 days so yeah i haven't seen my buddy online since the playstation 3 days and that's we're on playstation 5 now so either he made a new username and didn't didn't add me or because we were we used to talk all the time and the fact that he just disappeared makes me think he's gone but what so in nba 2k 11 we used to be able to do these things called tournaments i always talk about these because these were so much fun the, the playoff tournaments and you could have um, like eight teams or 16 teams and so we used to do these big 16 people tournaments and i think me and him made it to the conference finals or whatever and i was using the celtics and i think he was using the mavericks back then so i was using the 2011 celtics for like Shaq and whatnot and i think the series was 2-2 so i think it was like the all-important game five or whatnot and something happened in the game uh something you know 2k is always it always has this bullshit right something happened um or something that i perceived as bullshit <laughs> and it resulted in me basically at the fourth quarter going down to an insurmountable lead but i texted him and i told him i was like yo that was lag bro <laughs> 
I pulled out the classic old reliable. I was like, bro, I was lagging. There was no way I could have done anything about that. But he wasn't really acknowledging it. He was just like, yeah, man, like I'm, I'm fire at this game or whatnot. I was like, yeah, bro. I was like, I'm sorry, man, because I was the admin of the league. Me and my friend, I think, were admins of this of this tournament. So I was like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I got we got to reset the wins. I don't think he understood that I was really about to like nullify that game. We played a whole game and he basically won. But I was like, yeah, now we got to do a redo. <laughs> and so. Uh, we got to the end of the game and he was thinking he was one. I don't think he understood what I meant. And then he saw the series go back to two, two. Like that game didn't count. And he got mad as hell. And I was like, bro, I told you there was lag. I told you something happened. Like my connection dropped out. <laughs> oh, I think that's what happened. I think, oh, I think that's what happened. Yeah, I think uh, I probably quit PlayStation. I probably quit the game. I probably uh, signed out or closed app or whatever, rejected disc and told him that the, the servers, that's what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. I said 2K servers. I text him i was like god damn 2k servers because the game quit and i thought he knew understood what that meant i thought he understood that i was trying to say like the game just kicked us out and that we have to redo the game that's what it was but he didn't understand that so when i reset it he was like bro i won the game i was like fam i just told you the game kicked me out like we didn't get to finish my ass quit bro i was lying <laughs> i lied to that man and uh he unfriended me he unfriended me he got mad he was like nah bro i'm out and he unfriended me or whatnot but then i uh, we, we ended up being friends again because i texted him i was like fam what am i supposed to do about that the game the connection quit or whatever and so we uh we, i got he he friended me back that night that was a hilarious story and um but then he disappeared like a year later that's what happened so maybe that's the situation he disappeared on over maybe maybe he figured out that i was capping and he was like yeah no this, this guy's a little bitch and he unfriended me and i ain't seen him since <laughs> I still check sometimes too. I still check to see if he's been online. I don't know. You you know you never forget your first PlayStation friend. I'm sure y'all have y'all stories. Um. So yeah, that's a funny online story. I don't think that's anything weird. It kind of is weird. There you go, Auto. <laughs> um. Line layup asked, "What are some of the video ideas we never got? Whether because a topic wasn't long enough for a full video, or maybe that topic wouldn't trend or perform well. Oh, plenty of videos. I'm not gonna say names, so maybe I shouldn't have wrote the question down. I think I wrote this down more because, like, just to show or just to say. Um, well, first of all, yeah, no, there, there's definitely been, you you guessed it, there's definitely been videos where I've been working on it, and then maybe I, I started writing it, and I realized I was at the end of the video after maybe like two pages, which is not a long video at all. I can't get away with four or five minute uh, videos on the main. It just, and especially with YouTube algorithm, they'll be like, fuck out of here with that. And so, yeah, there's definitely been videos where uh, they weren't long enough. I don't, I don't force the 10 minutes. Like if I, excuse me. If I get eight or 10 minutes on a video, I'm cool. Um, but when you start talking about like three or four minutes, uh, Heat Check does really good three or four, four minute videos. And he's in the, the algorithm accepts his shit perfectly. Um, but I've never been able to do that. I've never been able to crack that code. I would probably have to fight through many, many tanked videos for that to work out. And so, yeah, there's some topics that are still sitting there. I still keep them written down, um, which is why you're also asking about videos that wouldn't trend or perform well. Yeah, there's there's been a couple of those as well. I have a uh, document with videos that are just there, and some of them have been there for years. Like, I put a strike through things I've already done, and some of them are sitting there, and they've been there since, like, 2016. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'll get to that one day uh, when I figure out how to do it. I need... I need more i'm like tony stark's dad like I, i'm limited by the technology of my time right now i have to do this one day so i keep it written down not gonna release it to the world though because i've been blatantly jacked before pause <laughs> and let me relax oh shit i pressed the wrong i pressed the wrong sound effect i'm not even gonna play one pocket I'll, I'll get better at that um 
Yeah, no, I, I never say anything. I never say anything because people. Somebody asked me about this. I think D Brown asked me about this before. Yeah, and uh, I've I've seen things where like I said something in a video, or I've made a video, and like I've been blatantly ripped off. I mean, blatantly. But I never say shit because YouTube drama is stupid to me. We'll never waste an upload on it. Don't even waste much time on it. You notice I don't get into beef with other creators. Not even on Twitter because I just I just don't. It's such a waste of goddamn time. So corny to me. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna air out my lineup on my podcast so that shit can end up on somebody's channel next week. Cause it will, uh, moving on, <laughs> uh, Ted asked, what is the best individual game you've ever seen? Nothing's replaced game seven for me in 2016 yet. I may have talked about this on a podcast a really long time ago on the other platform, but of course, you know, none of y'all would have really been there to hear it. Yeah, nah, Game 7 2016, there's been some really good games as well, too. I've lived through some great performances. I've been there for pretty much every great performance in the last, uh, like, seven years. But, um... There are some that come close, obviously. Like, Game 7 of 2013 was amazing. Game 6 of 2013 was amazing. But I think Game 7 of 2016... Yeah, I think Game 7 of 2016 had, like, that story that you just are never going to be able to replace with LeBron be back against the wall, trying to bring Cleveland the first title after coming back to that team where we didn't really know if he was ever going to get one because that's the thing. Remember, at a certain point, it looked like LeBron was done winning championships. It was like, how is this going to happen? And so, yeah, the 73-9 Warriors, what everything that had happened that series, and that game was just the most tense affair I can't it's really hard to put into words I remember I didn't have a stake in it but watching that game was still I, I still couldn't handle the stress of watching that game and uh seeing the the chase down happen live and everything that happened to make it go down to basically the last seconds I don't really know it's gonna be a long time before a game ever matches that because for a game to match that it's also gonna have to have it's also gonna have to have the same weight behind it the same weight of a team never having come back 3-1 in the finals the same weight as a game seven in the finals i just don't really think you'll ever be able to match that so that's the that is absolutely the best individual game i've ever seen and uh i'll see many great performances and there'll be many great games but i just don't know how anything is gonna match that intensity and match those stakes that's the thing the stakes have to be as high right and i just don't i don't see that being possible yeah, Game 7 2016, man. If you watched that live, you were treated. You were treated. Because that's like a once-in-a-lifetime event. And, uh, yeah. That, <laughs> that was crazy, man. I can't imagine having been a Golden State or Cleveland fan that day. There's just... Even as a... Even everything we've went... Everything I've went through in the last 12 years with the Celtics, I don't think I've... I don't think I've had a game for us that was like that. I mean, obviously, we, we had our own Game 7 of the Finals. That was stressful, too. But, damn, it wasn't like a 3-1 on the line, and it didn't feel like we couldn't win again. Obviously, we didn't, but... Yeah, that's 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 also that was also a very grinded out defensive game too. Um, yeah, it was pretty similar to Game Six, but yeah, no, I mean Game Seven, 2016. Yeah, 2016. Answer your question. Long story short, um, Fonzo asked, "How did you get into working out, and what makes a main, what makes it a main part of your life and schedule?" Um, yeah, I never really talked about anything fitness on here, have I? Yeah, I guess that would be pretty popular because some people do ask about it on Instagram and whatnot. Um, I, I got into working out because my dad was into it. My dad, when he was younger, always used to train and whatnot, and he was huge. Uh, he's always been 
huge and strong basically my entire life and so i just kind of adopted that he started taking me to the gym with him when i was in probably the ninth grade i think eight or ninth grade i started gradually going through high school so it was like ninth tenth then of course at a point i wanted to play basketball too so i was trying to get strong for that but then i just ended up getting big and uh <clears throat> going that route and um yeah what makes it a main part of your life basically since then like i just it's literally just, it's like it's one of those things that you do when you're a kid and it just kind of follows you uh that and i want to be healthy too and i feel obviously i feel blessed to have had a dad that was into it because i know how hard it is for certain people like if you come from a family where like health isn't a health isn't a main point or you know, eating healthy is not a main point or anything like that it can be really hard because you can start with the disadvantage basically you could start at a disadvantage because when i went to the gym i was just skinny i was a bag of bones and so i just started building on that and so that can definitely be difficult if you come from habits of eating terrible and already being maybe in like bad shape and so now you go into the gym and you have to work that off and then you you know you try to build whatever you're building so i was lucky to have a just a neutral starting point kind of and um yeah just just to keep myself healthy keep myself strong to keep myself healthy because i have had points in my life before where i felt like i was getting out of shape where i was just like at the computer too much and i was just like nah bro this ain't it <laughs> this isn't it and i got right back in there so um yeah i would say i mean it is difficult too now because i get the more progress you make the harder it makes progress seem and so like now I'm at a point where I've pretty much gotten as big as I've wanted to. I think the high, the highest I've ever weighed in my life is maybe like two something. I don't. I, I've been a little bit over 200 pounds. And uh, yeah, I've pretty much gotten. I, when you're when you're I'm, I'm five nine. So when you get to a certain you know strength level, you don't want to look like fucking Kid Boo when he was halfway done transforming. You don't want to look like that because you can get too big for your size, right? Um. So these days, like I just. I was doing a lot of cardio before I hurt my ankle. That's the other part. That's the real bitch about that is that I'm not going to be able to run on the treadmill for a good time. That's what I was doing. I was trying to cut up a little bit right around the holidays too, right? Ain't that some shit because this is when you eat the worst. Um, so yeah, like when I get back, I'll just be trying to cut down, jump rope and things like that. I don't really care about getting a whole lot bigger. Um, but yeah, if, you, if you're looking for tips for it, I think the biggest thing that everyone uh ignores when they go to the gym or they're trying to get into the gym is that eating is really what changes everything and so when i was younger i used to go to the gym but i didn't have any kind of like eating habits and i was still young so i didn't really care what i ate and so like nothing really happened in the gym for me until i was i made a focus on eating protein eating uh you know good foods that were actually going to help you grow that's the big thing and so if you, that's true for like no matter what you're doing if you're trying to lose weight if you're trying to gain muscle you can go work out as as much as you want but if you don't also tailor a, a certain type of eating style to that you're, you're literally wasting your time and it seems like a very basic thing people don't know because people follow all these spectacular weightlifting pages on instagram and these people that are obviously using shit like just so blatantly obvious but because people aren't really into it like that they don't know and they look at these people and they're like how did they get like this and then they start trying to sell you shit it's like fam there's certain there's certain there's a certain amount of those people that are you're never gonna look like unless you start using shit <laughs> that's just what it is um but yeah no you can you can always do better than you're doing and eating is like the that's like the main point of that so if you're looking to get into fitness or whatnot obviously gym is important but look at you eating if you're eating shit you're gonna look like shit
if, if you think you look like shit now and you're eating bad, like that's where it starts. <laughs> so uh, maybe maybe we'll get on that topic a little bit more. But that's kind of the advice I would have for you there. And um, oh, yeah. And also, you don't have to be in the gym for hours to make progress either, because I see he was asking about a main part of my life and schedule. Yeah, you don't have to be in the gym for hours upon hours. You can get in there, do what you need to do, get out. It's about what you do and making that time quality. It's literally not about being in there for two hours, just hacking away. You know, it's it's not about that at all. So that's kind of what happens there for me. Um, and finally, the last question. This one was interesting because I actually answered it on Twitter. Uh, Josh had asked, what was your quote? I made it moment. And I simply answered on Twitter like I haven't. Um, but I'm not going to go into some whole motivational mode here. I feel like I've talked about the business side of things quite a bit around here um that that just that question stuck out to me because i was like man do i do people who follow me get the impression from me that i've made it like is that the impression that i give off it just kind of shows if it is it just kind of goes to show how people don't know what they think they know about you because I, I the other reason i wanted to answer this question is because i do see people quite a bit in my mentions trying to be funny or they think because they've heard you know they watch me stream or they watch my videos basically mostly that's most of you you watch my videos or you know you've seen things that i've said you think you might know me it's like not even just me you don't know any creator that you follow you don't personally know them you know just because they've told a few stories or whatever you, you don't know them and so like i see people trying to they'll, they'll say something or be in my dms with something that they think is funny and it's like, I don't feel any need to prove them wrong because I don't really live to prove myself to people on the internet. But also it just goes to show like, yo, you see what people show you, you know? You see what people show you. If you notice, I don't show my family on the internet. I don't show my friends on the internet. The only friends that y'all really know of for me is Eric and Rod because I brought them on the podcast. Aside from them, like I don't share my personal life, and I don't think I really ever will, because the internet is fucking vicious, bro. Like the internet is vicious. You got these damn egg profiles, these blank ass avatars taking screenshots and clips of your life or pictures on your page and shit like that, and trying to. These are people you'll never know them. You'll never know who they are, but they're trying to get to you because you let something personal out, and now they're trying to use that against you, and you you don't know anything about them, and that's why. I really don't think I will ever share that much personal. Like, I'd be seeing people live their whole damn lives on the internet, which if that's what they want, that's what they want. Again, I am totally, like, if it makes you happy, then do it. That's I'm all about that. But that's never going to be me. People sharing their whole relationships online and their significant other. And, they, you know, when they break up or y'all going through something, the whole damn internet knows. Why would I want that? Why would I want that? Why would, why would I want that? No, <laughs> I don't want that shit. I'm sitting here uh, trying to make a video about the NBA or whatever, a 2K video, and people are under the comments like, oh, where's so-and-so? What's this? Like, why would I want any of that? I that's not a part of this that I ever want. And so whether it's successes or failures, um, that, as it relates to this question about like that I made it, that gave me the impression that, because I do get that quite a bit. Like people use the word like famous sometimes. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> I, I don't know. If I give off a certain impression, just remember that's just the impression, you know, good or negative. That is just the impression. Twitter is literally just fun. Um, streaming a lot of the times, you're in character. The videos I make are mostly NBA. I'm only talking about the NBA. So there's not a lot of chances for this podcast. Hell, I'm only, what have I talked about in this podcast? I've talked about video games. I've talked about the NBA. I've talked about my ankle there at the beginning. Um, answered a couple of questions here and tried to give a bit of tips. But like, I haven't given, I haven't given anything where anybody would like personally know that much about me. And uh, yeah, that's just, everyone makes their own choices, right? Some people would like to live 
totally on the internet and have their friends and family there and y'all are like one big family and y'all know everything about them and everything that they do and yeah i'm sorry i mean i do appreciate y'all and i do have fun here and we have a great time but that ain't never gonna be me i'm not about to have people all of my shit and yeah i'm at a dark time in life and now people got screenshots of me in my personal life like yo what's this where's it like nah bro <laughs> i'm good on that i'm good on that um yeah it, anyways bottom line i hadn't made it i i have not made it still working if i had yeah no nah, if i had i guess you would know <laughs> if i had like you would really know <laughs> um but nah everything's process trust the process all of its videos podcasts uh content creation as a whole just the process my man just the process that you work through and you try to enjoy because that's one thing i do think is like you're here for a short time so do what makes you happy and for me making i, th I think when other things I look at it and say like why not try to do something great you know why not try to do something awesome with the short time that we have here because it is relatively a short time you know it's relatively a small amount of time and you really realize that when somebody important like disappears you know something tragic happens and it was like way before the time and you're like shit that's all they got like 40 years was all they got you know what i mean and so um some people are totally okay with living mundane lives and never and they're just doing things for themselves and that's cool um for me i choose to think like hey i want to try to do something great and so everything for me in life is a process with that i just want to try to do something really cool while i'm here and so i might i might succeed at that and, and i might not and i might have many more years to make that happen and i might not have many more years to make that happen but yeah you just follow the process um but no nah, i can't i haven't made it and i absolutely can't afford to think that i have and i don't think that's a good mindset anyways um because comfort is a real thing comfort is a real thing so if you get into a mode where you think i made it already i don't know maybe it's just me but i feel like that's a i feel like that's where you can start to get a little bit laxed or whatever and uh yeah i don't know that's a, that's this whole subject that's this whole subject um but yeah if i gave up that vibe again that's just a yeah that just that just is a reminder for all y'all that whatever content creator you follow you only see what they show at any point in time and i well, yeah i've now shown the second episode of the domcast uh fuck me i forgot at the beginning to put that this is on spotify and itunes it is on spotify and itunes man i gotta put that at the beginning because no one there's not gonna be that many people back here to actually know uh but i do appreciate y'all support on the show last week was my first episode and it did a lot better than i thought it would because you have to you have to put your expectations for an hour long video or an hour long in this case yeah podcast and so if it doesn't do great you understand that yeah that's an hour of content there people might not really care about that um so it did awesome people last week it was only on spotify and people went and listened to it on spotify i got those stats so yeah that link is now it's on apple music as well it's been validated it wasn't validated last week it is validated now so i do appreciate all y'all support and we are going to keep it rolling here um please support any way that you can if you enjoy the show that would involve <clears throat> liking sharing all that good stuff um, listening on whatever platform that is most convenient for you also subbing here and hitting a like button on this channel if you want to see more and hitting the bell next to the name if you want notifications every time a video drops because there will be a video here tomorrow there was supposed to be a video here today but i did the podcast instead all right well i will see y'all next week i appreciate y'all this week at macy's get great deals on fashion and home essentials 
Update your wardrobe with 20% off new spring shoes and sneakers and 20 to 50% off fresh looks for him and her. Plus, transform your space with Lux Hotel Collection bedding, now 40% off. And Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.